with only a few dozen colonies remaining. The ONI believed it was a matter of months, if not weeks, before the Covenant arrived at Reach, and then Earth would be next on the list. To prevent this, the ONI planned for Spartans to strike at the heart of the Covenant, abduct one of their prophets, and hold them hostage, hoping to force the enemy into a truce. This plan was called Operation Red Flag. Over the course of the war, the Spartans had become legendary. From their actions were spun tales of valor and glory. They were icons of hope, constantly defying reason and logic, and gaining victory over innumerable threats. Among the Spartans, one had stood above the rest in renown and accomplishment. Master Chief Petty Officer John 117. He would become the central figure in the design of Red Flag, carrying its critical mission asset deep into enemy territory. Born on the rebellion embroiled colony of Herodinus II in 2511, John was integrated into the Spartan II program at the age of six. While his training and augmentation were not unique among his peers, he gained a reputation among them as a born leader, spearheading a number of operations at an impressively young age. Shortly after the war began, he rose to the rank of Master Chief Petty Officer, a title that would become synonymous with him. Prior to Red Flag, John had fought in over 200 individual military engagements, both on the ground and in space. He had been awarded every single major medal in combat except for prisoner of war. Even among the legendary Spartans, he was without equal. For this reason, he was selected to be a vital component in the Red Flag operation. Chief would be given Cortana, an incredibly advanced AI construct capable of subverting and infiltrating Covenant systems. The information she possessed was crucial for humanity's victory, and the Chief would be her protector. The fate of the war would rest on their shoulders. After nearly three decades of bloodshed, Defending the inner colony world of Reach was of crucial importance. If this last bastion of military power fell, there would be little left to protect Earth and the colonies of Saul. Consequently, when the Covenant finally laid siege to Reach, the UNSC marshaled all its remaining forces and prepared to fight to the bitter end. On July 23, 2552, Covenant scouting parties were first detected on the planet Reach by Army fire teams investigating a downed communications array near the settlement of Visselgrad. Winter contingency went into effect immediately, a standing security protocol to be triggered should the Covenant ever infiltrate Reach. With the relay compromised, the colony was cut off from contact with the rest of human-controlled space. Shortly after this initial security breach, a number of small Covenant vessels managed to penetrate Reach's outer defenses, constructing a vast stealth canopy along the Zudorak Ridge to hide their presence. The UNSC struck this site with great force revealing a series of teleportation spires for ferrying Covenant troops and supplies from the enemy's immense supercarrier, Long Night of Solace. The UNSC then initiated Operation Uppercut, a covert mission to destroy the vessel in order to buy the ONI time to execute Red Flag. Already involved in much of what had occurred earlier on Reach, the Spartan III fire team known as Noble was critical in the execution of Uppercut. Led by the battle-hardened Carter A259, Noble consisted of tactical and logistics specialists Cat B320, forward recon scout Jun A266, 
close quarters combatant email A239, and the only Spartan 2 of the squad, Jorge 052. A sixth member of the team was added shortly before the Covenant's invasion, and this individual, Spartan B312, also known as Noble 6, would prove indispensable in the final hours of the battle. Noble Team was sent to break the Covenant's hold on a launch facility at Farkas Lake. Hidden there were Saber Orbital Fighters essential to uppercut. Having taken back the launch site, Noble 6 and Jorge 052 led a Saber Squadron into orbit, infiltrating and subverting a Covenant Corvette called Ardent Prayer. This enemy ship was used to carry a rigged UNSC slipspace drive that, when activated, destroyed Long Night of Solace, though at the cost of Jorge 052's life. Miraculously, Noble Six survived, returning to Reach's surface and making his way to the heavily Covenant-occupied city of New Alexandria. The ONI then initiated Red Flag. Nearly all surviving Spartan II super-soldiers had been recalled from other fronts in the war, and a Halcyon-class cruiser, the Pillar of Autumn, had been refitted as a heavily armored warship. This ship was to be commanded by Captain Jacob Keyes, who was just returning from battle at Sigma Octanus IV. The key component of this mission was an artificial intelligence built by Dr. Halsey Cortana. The AI would be used by a Spartan strike team to infiltrate a Covenant capital ship and capture one of the enemy's leaders in order to force a truce and bring an end to the war. Upon extraction from New Alexandria, the surviving Spartans of Noble were immediately sent to Sword Base an ONI military outpost located in a remote ice shelf called Bobbed Katha. Here, Halsey and her team were exploring an immense and mysterious Forerunner artifact, a crashed ship, buried under the ice for thousands of years. Using Cortana, Halsey had managed to retrieve navigation data from the ancient vessel data that the ONI hoped would be crucial to turning the tide against the Covenant. When Noble Team reached Sword Base, Halsey revealed their final mission, to deliver Cortana and her data to the UNSC Pillar of Autumn. Despite the overwhelming battle raging in orbit, the ship had withdrawn to Azad, a barren, unpopulated territory on Reach's surface. Noble Six rendezvoused successfully with Captain Keyes, holding up Covenant forces long enough for the Pillar of Autumn to escape with Cortana. This act of valor would prove to be the end of Noble Team, but the beginning of humanity's hope. Although pockets of resistance continued after August 30th, 2552, this date would informally mark the end of the fight for Reach. With the full weight of the largest military invasion of the war, the Covenant brutally pummeled Reach, reducing most of its surface to smoldering glass and ash. Nevertheless, amid the tragedy and massive loss of life, there was a single ray of hope. The Spartans of Noble Team, among others, had heroically sacrificed their lives in defense of the world. What remained of Noble in these final hours charged through the besieged shipbreaker yards of Azad and delivered a critical package to Captain Jacob Keyes and the UNSC Pillar of Autumn. This effort allowed Cortana to escape from Reach and with her the key to all of humanity's survival. With Reach's surface battered by the Covenant's brutal attack and the local naval forces fighting impossible odds, the ONI believed Operation Red Flag was the only remaining hope for humanity. 
UNSC Pillar of Autumn, commanded by Captain Jacob Keyes and carrying nearly all remaining Spartan II soldiers, was ordered to intercept a Covenant vessel and capture one of their leaders, forcing a ceasefire. During the initial skirmish, the mission was jeopardized and Keyes was forced to abort Red Flag. Although humanity's best hope at ending the war had failed, it led to their greatest discovery, Halo. While Noble Team was fighting on the ground, another battle raged in the sky above. Hours before the Autumn received Cortana from Azad, two problems emerged that overshadowed even the loss of Reach. First, the generators that powered Reach orbital guns had been located by the Covenant. If the generators were destroyed, the UNSC naval force would be quickly crushed, sealing the planet's fate and leaving only a handful of ships to defend Earth. Second, the UNSC circumference docked at the orbital gamma station was unable to initiate cold protocol. If the Covenant assessed circumference, Earth's location would be compromised and humanity would lose the war. Captain Keyes recognized the severity of those threats and delayed Red Flag in the hope that his ship's crew could both save the planet's orbital guns and prevent Earth's location from falling into Covenant hands. The Spartan Twos were divided into two highly mobile strike teams. Blue Team was sent to Gamma Station to secure the circumference, and Red Team was sent to the generators on the planet's surface. Both of these missions resulted in heavy casualties, more Spartan II deaths than in any prior operation in the war. Leading the Blue Team, the Master Chief managed to secure the circumference data from the Covenant, narrowly escaping to the Autumn. Red Team was not so fortunate. Led by Frederick 104, the team's dropship was shot down on entry, the crash claiming the lives of several Spartans. Those who survived landfall heroically defended the generators, but were ultimately forced out when the Covenant overwhelmed the facility with a massive army. The abandonment of the generators only came after it was clear Reach's defenses had already been crushed by the Covenant. Nevertheless, what remained of Red Team would not give up the fight. With new orders to escort Catherine Halsey and Vice Admiral Danforth Whitcomb off the planet, the team headed to the ONI castle base hidden below Minakite Mountain. As the planet's surface descended into chaos and contact was lost with Red Team, Captain Keyes decided to abort Red Flag. The Pillar of Autumn now carried the Master Chief and Cortana and the AI held the Forerunner navigation data yielded from Halsey's research on Reach. Far too significant to risk capture. Following the Coal Protocol, Keyes ordered Cortana to take the ship on a random course safely away from Reach in order to assess damages and elude their Covenant pursuers. It was here that the war took a pivotal turn. Cortana combined the data recovered by the Iroquois from Sigma Octanus IV with the navigation framework she had extracted from the Forerunner vessel buried on Reach, and produced a seemingly random group of coordinates. Holding on to the narrowest margin of hope and with the destruction of Reach at their back, Cortana took the Pillar of Autumn and its crew into the depths of slipspace to a remote, an unexplored star system. On September 19th, 2552, several weeks since their departure from Reach, the Pillar of Autumn emerged from slipspace in the remote Soel system. As they headed toward the enormous gas giant known as Threshold, the Autumn's crew made an extraordinary discovery. Hidden in a stable position between the planet and its rocky moon basis was a massive artificial ring world 10,000 kilometers in diameter. This was Alpha Halo, the very same installation 
that Bornsteller had committed to 343 Guilty Sparks' care 100,000 years earlier. This halo would now be the stage for one of the final battles of the Covenant War, revealing mysteries kept hidden for eons. Approaching the ring aboard the heavily damaged Autumn, Captain Keyes and Cortana quickly discovered that the Covenant had followed them from Reach. After sending the Master Chief and Cortana to the Ringworld surface in an effort to ensure the AI's safety, Keyes attempted to land the Autumn on Halo, despite the extremely high risk involved in such a maneuver. The Autumn successfully touched down but Keyes and his command crew were abducted by the Covenant and brought aboard their battlecruiser, Truth and Reconciliation. In response, the Chief and Cortana led a strike force into the heart of the enemy ship and rescued the captain. While captive, Keyes learned that Halo was not just an artificial world, but an unimaginably powerful weapon. The Chief and Cortana managed to secure the Insulation's control room against Covenant forces, but their victory was short-lived. Communication with Keys and a squad of Marines who were attempting to access a weapon cache on the ring had suddenly been lost. During the Covenant's search for Halo's secrets, they had unwittingly released Flood specimens previously locked away for research on the Installation. The parasites escaped now placed the entire galaxy in peril. Attempting to track down Keyes and his team, the Chief came in contact with the installation's monitor, 343 Guilty Spark. Spark explained to the Spartan the severity of the flood threat and led the Chief to Halo's library, where they managed to secure the ring's activation index, the key to firing Halo and stopping the flood. With the Index in possession, the Spartan returned to the control room alongside the Monitor, intent on activating Halo to stop the Parasite from escaping. The Chief had been acting on the assumption that firing Halo would kill the Flood, but he was not aware that the installation was designed to exterminate all sentient life in the galaxy. When Spark attempted to activate the ring, Cortana prevented him and stole the Index, placing both her and the Chief at odds with the Forerunner Monitor. Escaping the control room, the two recognized that the only way to end the threat was to destroy the ring. This plan could only be achieved by destroying the Pillar of Autumn, which would in turn require finding Captain Keys and his command cuts. The Chief and Cortana located his signal, but discovered that he had been assimilated by the Flood. He retrieved his command neural interface from what was left of his body, using it to destabilize the Autumn's fusion engines and destroy Alpha Halo, despite Guilty Spark's desperate efforts to stop them. The Master Chief and Cortana narrowly escaped the ring's destruction on one of the Autumn's longsword bombers, believing themselves to be the only survivors. Unbeknownst to them, however, Spark had also fled to safety finding Sanctuary on a Forerunner gas mine orbiting Threshold. Having escaped Halo's devastation, the Chief and Cortana discovered a human dropship within the debris that remained, containing a handful of survivors from the Pillar of Autumn, including the gritty Marine veteran Sergeant Avery Johnson. Recognizing that their only way back to human space was by acquiring a slipspace-capable vessel, the Chief led these survivors against the Covenant carrier Ascendant Justice. This flagship was commanding a scouting fleet sent from the Covenant's homeworld High Charity. The Covenant were unprepared for the Chief's daring assault. Aided by Cortana, the small group of humans infiltrated Ascendant Justice and neutralized its crew. Cortana brought the humans back to Reach in the stolen vessel on September 23, 2552. They found the planet in ruins, but detected a signal which the Chief recognized originating from Red Team. Somehow, a remnant of Spartans had miraculously survived Reach's devastation, 
Deploying stealthily from Ascendant Justice, the Chief led a small team to recover the remaining members of Red Team, who were guarding Vice Admiral Whitcomb and Dr. Halsey. While escaping the planet, however, the Spartans were greeted by chilling news. Despite their extraordinary sacrifices, the Covenant had somehow discovered the location of Earth, and were preparing an enormous fleet to assault it. With few viable destinations available, they fled to the Eridnus system in order to make repairs. In this system was a hidden rebel base, the same one used by the rebel Colonel Watts years earlier. Unexpectedly, the Covenant followed them there and laid siege to the base, forcing the humans to flee into slipspace. Yet, some of these survivors did not share the same goal. While the Spartans were considering options for stopping the Covenant's imminent evasion of Earth, Halsey was preoccupied with something else she had discovered at Castle Base before they had fled the planet. In what seemed to be an act of betrayal, Halsey sedated and abducted Spartan Kelly 087, stealing one of the rebel transports and abandoning the group without any warning. This act, despite eventually unlocking one of humanity's greatest forerunner discoveries, would ultimately come to haunt Halsey, effectively making her a war criminal. The Master Chief, Cortana, and the others who managed to escape from Eridanus devised a plan to halt the Covenant's invasion of Earth. Striking at the heart of an enormous command and control station called Unyielding Hierophant, they would destroy the many fleets that it serviced, delaying the Covenant's efforts to assault Earth. Using an enemy dropship to insert a Spartan strike team, the Chief and the rest of the blue team infiltrated Hierophant's vast interior and successfully completed their mission. Almost all of the nearby ships were consumed in the violent conflagration that engulfed unyielding Hierophant, leaving only a handful to limp back to high charity. For a time, the invasion of Earth had been postponed. Though the Covenant's efforts to deal with a death blow to humanity were momentarily averted with the destruction of unyielding Hierophant, little could stop their plans from being realized. Humanity would have to muster all their remaining forces in their home system and prepare for a desperate struggle to come. But below the surface of Earth, another secret that had lain hidden for a hundred thousand years was about to emerge. The destruction of Unyielding Hierophant was a major setback for the High Prophet of Truth, who had remained in power during the war alongside the High Prophet's regret and mercy. The very same San Shayum who had risen to power shortly after the discovery of humanity almost three decades earlier. Not only had Truth intended to seize control of Earth, but he had also secretly plotted a coup against the Sanghaili. The Sanghaili would be replaced by the Jirahalne, the Brutes under the leadership of the chieftain known as Tartarus. He would be given command of the entire Covenant military by the Prophet. Having for some time questioned the Sanghele's loyalty, Truth believed that this transition was now necessary to secure his power as the Covenant finally moved to activate Halo. Unbeknownst to Truth, however, the High Prophet of Regret had his own plans. Regret had discovered the location of Earth while ransacking the defeated human colony of Meridian a year earlier. The Prophet was unaware that Earth was the human homeworld, but did know that buried there was a portal leading to the Ark, the location from which all Halo installations could be activated. Taking the fleet of Sacred Consecration, a meager 15 vessels in total, the High Prophet of Regret set out to seize this planet activate the portal for himself. Only a few days before Regret's arrival on October 20th, 2552, the Master Chief, Cortana, and the others who survived their mission finally returned to Earth, providing the UNSC with insight into the Covenant's plans. 
Fleet Admiral Terence Hood headed Earth's primary defense, the Home Fleet, and the vast network of orbital weapons that protected the planet. When the Covenant struck, the Chief and Cortana were stationed on the orbiting weapon platform, Hario Station, which allowed them to assault and destroy the Covenant Fleet's second carrier, Day of Jubilation. Also aboard Cario were Sergeant Avery Johnson and Commander Miranda Keys of UNSC in Amber Clad, daughter of Jacob Keys, who had sacrificed his life just weeks before on Alpha Halo. The Chief and Cortana, along with Keys and Johnson, pursued Regret's flagship Solemn Penance to the Earth city of New Mombasa. Regret's military force was desperate to find some method to exposing the portal that they knew was hidden below the city. But the Forerunner machine continued to elude them and time was running out. The Master Chief, of whom Regret had heard terrible rumors, was approaching his position. Fearing for his life, Regret changed his plans. The source of the information he had received from Meridian months earlier was a unique Forerunner luminary, which not only revealed the ancient portal's location on Earth, but also the locations of the remaining Halo ringworlds. Regret set a course for Delta Halo. The Prophet's ship entered slipspace directly above New Mombasa, tearing open a rift across the northern part of the city. He believed this might expose the portal's artifact and allow the Covenant ships that remained to continue their mission. The High Prophet of Regret was unaware, however, that in his haste, he was followed by the UNSC in amber clad, carrying not only Commander Keys and Sergeant Johnson, but also Cortana and the Master Chief. On October 20th, 2552, the High Prophet of Regret's sudden escape and solemn penance revealed the Forerunner portal artifact's position, buried deep below Earth's surface between the teeming metropolis of New Mombasa and the small industrial town of Voi. The artifact's existence did not come as a complete surprise to some on Earth. Shortly prior to the Covenant attack, an engineer by the name of Dr. Daniel Indesha had discovered seismic signatures caused by the long-hidden device. During the Covenant's siege, the ONI learned that this important information had been transmitted to New Mombasa's Municipal Superintendent AI, which Indesha had worked closely with. This data would prove critical to human forces as they prepared to defend the site from the Covenant invaders. Just before Regret's departure, several squads of Orbital Drop Shock Troopers ODSTs, had been deployed from the cruiser UNSC Say My Name, hoping to breach and seize control of the Prophet's flagship from above. In addition, a single squad of ODSTs had been separated from the pack for another, heavily classified mission to secure the superintendent construct and the data about the hidden Forerunner artifact it is contained. Led by the ONI Captain Veronica Dare, the ODS squad called Alpha 9 was deployed directly into the city. During the Prophet's violent escape, most of the ODSTs deployed were lost, but Alpha 9, though scattered across the city of New Mombasa, managed to survive the slipspace fallout. This squad included Gunnery Sergeant Edward Buck, Corporal Taylor Dutch Miles, Lance Corporal Kojo Romeo Agu, Private First Class Michael Mickey Crespo, and the newest addition, an ODST simply referred to as the Rookie. Though separated from each other, they eventually reunited and successfully secured their objective, a subroutine of the superintendent known as Virgil had been transmitted into the body of a Covenant Huragak. On October 21st, 2552, Alpha 9, having survived the Covenant siege of New Mombasa, brought the Huragak back to an ONI space station for evaluation. 
As dawn broke over New Mombasa, more Covenant ships arrived and began to excavate the artifact. However, the Covenant did not emerge from this battle unscathed. The High Prophet of Truth had triggered his planned revolt against the Sangheli. Jirohanai within the Regret's fleet were ordered to wrest control from the Sangheli, and even before Regret's assault carrier took flight from Numabasi, Jirohanai were rioting in Covenant vessels and executing Sangheli in the streets of the city. Despite incredible odds, the Onai's efforts to secure Virgil in the besieged city of Numbambasa were successful. Alpha 9 proved their inedible grit and fortitude true to form of the orbital drop shock troopers. As a division of the Marines, the ODST had played a key role throughout the war. Its troopers deployed by the way of drop pods from capital ships high above the atmosphere. This ferocious audacity earned the ODST the moniker of Hell Jumpers, and despite them falling short of being Spartans, such fearless tactics and unwavering boldness struck fear to the heart of the Covenant. When the High Prophet of Regret fled from Earth, he took solemn penance directly to Delta Halo. He had hoped to activate the array and usher the Covenant into divinity as had been prophesied by their kind for centuries. Blinded by the prospect of glory, the prophet was not mindful of the threat that the pursuing UNSC in amber-clad posed. Carrying the Master Chief, the very Spartan who had pursued him across New Mombasa. Neither party was aware that the same grave mind that had led the flood against the Forerunners a hundred millennia ago lurked below the surface of this newly discovered ring world, biding its time until someone returned, bringing vessels fit to carry the flood out into the galaxy once more. After the destruction of Alpha Halo, Bel Vadami, the Sangheli commander whose fleets had occupied the installation, was blamed for the calamity. Rather than execute Vadami, the High Prophets instead named him Arbiter, an ancient title once held in honor, but now considered a mark of shame. He would serve as the will of the Prophets until his death. The Arbiter was immediately sent to eradicate a Sangheli-led rebellion at a forerunner gas mine near Alpha Halo. Here he encountered an oracle, 343 Guilty Spark of the Destroyed Ring. The Forerunner Monitor would now become a captive of the Prophet's leadership aboard High Charity as they made their way to Delta Halo to follow Regret. Solemn Penance arrived on the new Ringworld Delta Halo on November 3, 2552, pursued by the Master Chief and Cortana aboard the UNSC in Amberclad. Commander Miranda Keyes sent the chief to hunt down and terminate regret in one of the Halo temple sites isolated at the center of a lake. But before he could complete this task, however, the Covenant's holy city of High Charity and all that remained of their massive fleet arrived at the ring. Although the chief succeeded in assassinating regret, the High Prophet of Truth ordered the immediate destruction of the temple sending the Spartan plunging into the murky depths of the lake. Recognizing the importance of securing Delta Halo's index, the key to activating the ring, Keyes and Sergeant Avery Johnson hurried to the ring's library. The Arbiter had also been sent by Truth and Mercy to secure the same prize. The Arbiter managed to stop the humans and retrieve the index but he was unexpectedly betrayed by the Prophet of Truth's leading Jurahani, Tartarus. This move signaled the beginning of the Covenant Civil War, formerly known as the Great Schism. Following Truth's secret coup among the ships surrounding Earth, he had now ordered a change in High Charity's honor guard, replacing elites with brutes and throwing the Covenant into chaos. Tartarus sent the Arbiter plummeting into the lower reaches of the library, where the Sangheli encountered the Grave Mind, a monstrous flood intelligence that had waged war against the Forerunners ages earlier. 
The Grave Mine had also captured the Master Chief, but rather than seeking to infect its two captives, it recognized a more serious threat. Halo's activation would prevent it from escaping the installation. To stop the Covenant from firing Halo, the Grave Mine revealed the truth about the rings to the Arbiter. It then sent the Master Chief to High Charity and the Arbor to Delta Halo's control room in order to secure the Index and prevent Halo's activation. As the Master Chief and Cortana fought through High Charity to take back the Index, a horrifying discovery was made. During its incursions on Delta Halo, the UNSC in Amberclad had been taken over by the Flood, and the ship had been infiltrated by High Charity's defenses, now placing the entire galaxy at risk. When the Chief failed to reach the Index before Tartarus whisked it away to Delta Halo, Cortana was faced with a difficult decision. She would have to part with the Chief in order to make sure that Delta Halo didn't activate. As the Spartan followed the fleeing High Prophet of Truth to the Forerunner Dreadnought, Cortana would stay behind. Were Delta Halo to fire, Cortana could use the fusion reactors of the now-crashed and amber-clad to destroy High Charity, the Ring, and the Perilous Flood outbreak. Working with the humans on Delta Halo's surface, the Arbiter managed to kill Tartarus and prevent the Ring's activation. This act, however, tripped a fail-safe mechanism, placing all remaining Halo rings in a precarious standby mode. They could now only be activated from the Ark. Meanwhile, within High Charity, the Chief had pursued Truth to the Forerunner Dreadnought at the center of the city. Abandoning High Charity to the Flood, Truth lifted the Dreadnought free from its historic mooring and led all remaining Covenant fleets back to Earth where they would use the ancient key ship to activate New Mombasa's portal and reach the Ark. Reluctantly leaving Cortana imprisoned within the flood-infested High Charity, the Master Chief stowed aboard the Dreadnought, following Truth back to Earth. Shortly before the Battle of Delta Halo, hidden artifacts on the mysterious world of Onyx had responded to a remote signal from the destruction of Alpha Halo. This signal revealed that Onyx was, in fact, a forerunner shield world, drawing the attention of the Covenant and also Dr. Halsey. Halsey had abducted Spartan Kelly 087 and traveled to Onyx, hoping to save some of the Spartan 3s who had been trained on the classified world, as well as to salvage vital forerunner technologies. Despite her status as a potential fugitive, Admiral Hood recognized the significance of Halsey's fine and deployed Spartan Blue Team to assist immediately. Led by Lieutenant Commander Kurt Ambrose, a group composed of Spartan 2s, Spartan 3s, Halsey, and the battle-hardened drill instructor Franklin Mendez, made their way to an immense forerunner city hidden in a large crater within a previously restricted area of the planet. This site held a secret passage into the shield world's core, allowing access to the heart of the installation. At its center was a portal to a slip space enclosed Dyson Sphere, a vast hollow shell 300 million kilometers across, containing an artificial sun. The inner surface of the sphere was habitable, and terraformed, with an area 500 million times that of Earth. But as they moved deeper, attempting to secure the portal to the sphere, others converged on Onyx. The Covenant's second fleet of homogeneous clarity, followed by UNSC battle group Omnicron, and a lone stealth prowler, the Dusk, arrived at Onyx. UNSC and Covenant naval forces clashed high above the planet as the Covenant deployed infantry to the surface to follow the Spartans. Pursued right to Onyx's core, the group of humans was waylaid by Covenant forces, and Ambrose was forced to stay behind to stop their enemy while the others entered a portal leading to the Dyson Sphere interior. 
Once the portal was closed, Ambrose detonated a nuclear weapon to prevent the Covenant's access. It was then that the planetoid began to disintegrate, revealing that it was actually composed almost entirely of Forerunner automated drones called Sentinels, which immediately attacked all those nearby. Both the UNSC battlegroup and the Covenant fleet were destroyed by these drones, although the Dusk escaped to tell the tale. The Spartans and other survivors who accessed the portal, however, found themselves trapped within the immense Dyson Sphere interior, with seemingly no way out. On November 17, 2552, the High Prophet of Truth's Dreadnought finally reached Earth. Plowing through what remained of the system's naval defenses, a handful of Covenant ships had been engaged with Earth's forces in the previous weeks, but most of those vessels were preoccupied with the excavation of the massive portal artifact. This incredible machine was the gateway the librarian had eons ago sacrificed her own ship to build, ensuring that one day humanity could return to the Ark. The Master Chief, who was stowed away aboard the Dreadnought, escaped as it entered the atmosphere, plummeting to the ground he made landfall in the jungles of Tanzania, narrowly surviving the fall. Transported to the Crow's Nest, a hidden 20th century military base in Kenya, the Chief reunited with Commander Keyes and Sergeant Johnson. The two had recently returned from Delta Halo and were organizing efforts to resist the invasion. Shockingly, the Covenant Civil War led to a tentative alliance with the Arbiter and the Sangheli, as the UNSC poised to stop the Prophet of Truth from getting his prize, access to the Forerunner Ark. Fleet Admiral Terence Hood attempted to assault the Prophet's Dreadnought with a battle group comprised of frigates, but failed. Nothing could stop the ship from reaching its goal portal opened and Truth's Dreadnought led the remaining Covenant fleet to the Ark. Mere seconds after the activation of the portal, a single flood-infested Covenant cruiser arrived on Earth, sent by the Gravemind from High Charity to verify the artifact's location. UNSC forces quickly surrounded the crashed vessel, knowing that the flood presented an even greater threat to Earth than the Covenant. Just when it appeared that the humans were unable to contain the flood, the Sangheli fleet of retribution arrived, eliminating the parasite threat by glassing much of eastern Africa. Fleet Commander Tass Vadim brought with him 343 Guilty Spark, who had assisted the Sangheli in quarantining the flood around High Charity before following the infested cruiser to Earth. The fleet of retribution had pursued the ship because of a mysterious distress beacon it transmitted, alerting all nearby vessels to the peril it represented. Breaking through the debris field, the Master Chief was the first to secure this beacon, which was later revealed to be the remains of a recording by Cortana. The AI had remained behind on High Charity as it fell to the flood, and was now trapped there by the Gravemind. In the message, she warned the UNSC of the Gravemind's plans to bring High Charity to Earth, but also hinted that the solution was being prepared. A solution that lay at the other end of the portal that Truth had just activated. After a somber debate, Hood eventually agreed to allow Commander Keys to take the forward unto Dawn, and a number of UNSC personnel, including the Master Chief and Sergeant Johnson. They would stow the frigate aboard the Fleet of Retribution's flagship carrier, Shadow of Intent, following Truth's forces through the portal. What remained of Earth's defenders, though still battling scattered remains of Covenant, would entrust their fate to all who had gone to the Ark. The remaining Covenant fleet gathered above the Ark, preparing to hold off humanity and the rebel Sangheli in order to buy the High Prophet of Truth enough time to activate the Halo Array. Ultimately, it would be a newly forged Halo Ring, hidden deep within the Ark itself, 
that would spell the end of the threats posed by the Covenant and the Flood. On December 11th, 2552, the fleet of retribution arrived at the Ark and immediately assaulted the Jural Hanai forces stationed above the installation, the last major vestige of the Covenant Navy. Although the Jural Hanai greatly outnumbered the Sangheli, they were outmatched in their knowledge of naval warfare, and retribution made short work of them. Meanwhile, the Master Chief and the Arbiter were sent to the Ark's surface, accompanied by Ford unto Dawn's ground forces, led by Commander Miranda Keyes and Sergeant Avery Johnson. Using one of the Ark's map rooms and with the assistance of 343 Guilty Spark, whose own interests had now aligned with the humans, the Chief and the Arbiter managed to find Truth's location. But as they made their way to stop Truth from activating the Halo, the now flood-dominated city of High Charity suddenly arrived, crashing into the Ark's surface and freeing the Parasite. The Gravemind, yet again sharing a goal with the Master Chief and the Arbiter, assisted them in stopping the High Prophet of Truth from firing the rings. The Covenant Leader ultimately died at the hands of the Arbiter, paying for the deceit and death wrought by his machinations, but only after Truth had claimed the life of Commander Keys. With the Covenant threat now halted, the Gravemind turned against the humans, gloating about its victory and preparing to unleash the Flood Parasite across the galaxy once more. Hidden in the burning forges of the Ark, however, the installation had fashioned yet another halo, intended to replace the one Master Chief had destroyed months earlier. As this was the only way to stop the parasite, Chief and the Arbiter headed to the wreckage of High Charity, battling through its immense and infested interior to find at last Cortana and the key to stopping the flood. Cortana still had Alpha Halo's activation index kept safe since she had stolen it months earlier. Igniting the replacement halo this far removed from the galaxy would allow them to destroy the flood locally without harming any sentient life in the Milky Way. After securing the index, the Chief and the Arbiter made their way to the control room of the newly forged halo installation alongside Sergeant Avery Johnson. When the time came to activate it, however, 343 Guilty Spark refused to prematurely fire the installation, as in its unfinished state the activation would completely destroy the Halo superstructure. Due to the urgency of the flood threat, Johnson attempted to activate the ring anyway, but Spark turned on him, striking him down. The Chief fought back, destroying Guilty Spark and activating Halo. Though Johnson perished, the Spartan and the Arbiter managed to narrowly escape aboard forward unto dawn. The ring fired directly at the Ark installation, obliterating the Gravemine and its flood. The damage done to the Ark destabilized the portal as the dawn passed through it, severing it into two parts. The four of the ship returned to Earth on December 23, 2552, with the Arbiter aboard. The aft section, which carried both the Chief and Cortana, was lost during the portal collapse, with no record of its location or status. The replacement Halo activation obliterated the Gravemine and his flood outbreak, as well as the remaining Covenant forces, ultimately heralding the end of the war. The cost, however, would not be easily forgotten. Countless lives were lost during the conflict, and with no trace of the Master Chief, humanity's greatest hero may have been the final sacrifice. <laughs>